it's my great joy to introduce to you the three musketeers hailing from the land of remote work. We have Marissa, career coach and queen of all. We have Jeff, our sassy SEO shaman. And we have Diego, who has spent his 20s building a community of remote working lunatics. Sure, these folks are going to be the people that will get you beach commute ready. And they'll do it in the most exciting way possible. So, happy listening. Welcome, everybody, to the Digital Nomad Experts podcast brought to you by Beach Commute. Jeff alone coming at you again today in the part two of I'm Trapped in Mexico with COVID. Well, the follow-up to that is I am no longer in Mexico. I've made it home. I'm back in California. And I am officially released from isolation. I'm back in the world, everybody. Thank freaking God. I figured I'd give you an update on everything that happened and some of the questions that I've been getting asked, because I imagine you're asking some of the same questions. So let's first talk about what happened. Again, as a recap, for the people that didn't listen last episode, as a recap, I was in Mexico with a group on New Year's Eve. On the last couple of days, I started feeling a little bit crappy. It's like, okay, I got a little bit of a post-nasal drip, and I'm clearing my throat a little too often. It's kind of weird. It's like, I shouldn't be clearing my throat this often. And then on a Sunday night, all of a sudden, I just like, wham, I got hit by fatigue and my nose, my, my all my sinuses got completely plugged up. It's like I drank a gallon of milk and my nose was just completely plugged up. It's like, oh, that's not good. Let me try to sleep this off. So I tried to sleep it off, woke up the next morning, like, yuck. Okay, not feeling good. That yuck turned into, oh, I've got an at-home COVID test with me. Let me just take the damn thing just to be safe. Could be cold. Could be anything. Could be allergies. I have no idea. But let me take this thing. So I took the test and within like 30 seconds, two solid lines. It looked like somebody took a Sharpie and just drew right through my COVID test. Bam, got COVID. So immediately turned into an emergency. It's like, all right, I got to tell everybody. And then I've got to find one, a place that I can isolate. Two, it needs to be close to a grocery store that I can walk to. And three, it has to be very, very close to where I currently am now so that I don't get anybody sick during transportation. So I did that. I found this awesome place. It was maybe like 15 minutes from me. It was right on the beach. It had 360 view. It was basically like a giant window elevated above the ocean. It was incredible. The views unfreaking real which in any normal circumstance would have been badass but in this circumstance i was completely isolated had nobody to share it with and i was stuck alone with my thoughts and if you know anything about me being alone with jeff baker's thoughts for 24 hours a day is usually not a good thing so that's where we left off let's talk about the rest of what happened so I spent the next, I got there on a Tuesday. So I isolated for one at the villa. Next day I left and I isolated Tuesday until Sunday. So how does it work? CDC says you need to isolate completely for five days. And then after that, you can be around people, but you have to wear a mask for the next five days. So I isolated for a total of seven days in Mexico. While I was there, Symptoms. Everybody wants to know what was it like to have COVID. So symptoms were this. 
I had a slightly sore. I had some post-nasal drip. I had like just kind of malaise. You know when you get cold and you just, you don't feel right? You, you can't quite pinpoint a symptom, but you just don't feel good. The best way to describe it is just feeling kind of shitty. That's my scientific explanation of what happened. For a few days, I just felt kind of shitty. And then Thursday and Friday of that week, it completely went away. All my symptoms, 100% gone, and I was perfectly fine. So I spent those couple of days going, all right, I'm just going to like walk. I'm not around anybody, and there's nobody around the, on the beach, so I just walked around the beach for a couple of days. And then come Saturday, the weirdest thing happened, like all the symptoms returned and I was back to like, oh, I just feel kind of shitty again. Nothing severe, like there was never a fever. I never had a cough. It was just kind of sinus feeling shitty. So symptoms kind of returned Saturday and then they started going away Sunday and then they started going away again. I flew home Sunday and then I took the remaining three days just to continue wearing my mask at home when I got home in California. So where are we now? The symptoms again kind of went away for a couple of days. And then just the last few, two days, three days or so, they started coming back again, albeit a bit milder than last time. And I think I kind of pushed myself a little bit. Like when I got home, I did my full isolation until the 10 days were up. I've tested out. I took a rapid test and I'm no longer symptomatic. But the last couple of days, symptoms started coming back. There's just that kind of sinusy, irritated, feel kind of crappy, though I'm still testing negative. Very, very odd. But after looking this up, this apparently can be a thing with recovering from COVID. You know how like when you get a cold and or you get a flu and you're no longer sick or communicable, but you still got like this lingering kind of annoying thing going on. You know, you got like a little too much mucus, it's kind of gross, I know, but you get that and you get like kind of just lingering symptoms that don't quite fully go away. That's basically what recovery of from COVID has been for me. It goes through these ebbs and flows of I'm totally fine and then I push it a little too hard maybe and then the symptoms return and it's just like sinus symptoms. I came down with symptoms like 18 days ago or so and they've been progressively getting better but they're still going through the waves. So that's what COVID's been like for me and we found out that it was actually Omicron because the few of us that did get it all got the same symptoms and we found out from one person who actually got the genetic sequencing of our COVID said it was Omicron, which actually makes sense because all of our symptoms are just mostly sinus related. And people are kind of curious, how does it work? Like the old, the OG COVID, what was that like? That was like really, really hurting people because it was, the virus was binding to the receptors in the lungs. And it's, that's where it reproduced. It's similar to influenza, right? That's a virus that reproduces in the lungs. It is a respir respiratory disease. And this new one, Omicron, reproduces in the sinuses and the back of the throat. 
and not as well in the lungs, not nearly as well in the lungs. It's like many, many, many times easier for it to reproduce in the throat and the sinuses, which is why you're not seeing as severe of an impact on people. And it's quote unquote milder as people are describing it, um, because it's not giving people like that, the pneumonia that you get from infections in the lungs. Infections in the lungs are really, really bad. Like that's the core of your respiratory system. When you get an infection in your in your sinuses and the back of the throat, it sucks, yes, but you're not going to catch pneumonia that way. And you're not going to have breathing problems. You're going to have like really bad sore throat and you're going to have stuffed up sinuses and all that kind of stuff. But it's going to be a little bit more similar to a cold than it is going to be like severe acute respiratory syndrome. So that's what's going on with the Omicron thing. Um, Had I not been vaccinated? Another question. I don't know. Who knows? I mean, I don't want to get political on this podcast because people on one side will say, had I not been vaccinated, it would have been horrible. People on the other side would have said, well, probably would have been the same because basically everybody is getting Omicron regardless of your vaccination, which is a damn good point because everybody we were with was vaccinated and most of the people ended up getting Omicron anyways. So would it have been worse? Would it have been better? I have no idea. I'm not a, I'm not a scientist. I'm not qualified to answer that. And I don't want to get political with it because somehow this turned into a political thing. So <clears throat> where are we at now? Well, I'm 18 days and my isolation's done. My symptoms are recovering and I can speak a little better. And my only lingering, I can speak better. My, my voice isn't, isn't trash. So this is my first time podcasting since then. So all in all, looking up, the only thing that I guess I, I was ever concerned about when this whole thing started was the isolation. I was not looking forward to that. I did not want to be part of that. And it was okay. I mean, it was just as bad as I imagined. It sucked, but I figured it out and it was okay. And it happened during the worst time possible, mid-travel in between Airbnbs. So this that was what I had worried about over the last two years of traveling was something like that happening in that situation. And sure enough, it happened exactly the way I didn't want it to happen. But I figured it out. And if you are traveling and you catch Omicron and it's insanely communicable, so you might, <laughs> you will be able to figure it out. So just keep those things in mind that I talked about before with watching out for getting other people sick is, is the main thing. Speaking of that, Omicron, they talk about virology. They talk about R-naught, R-N-A-U-G-H-T. And that basically says for every one person that gets sick, how many people uh, also get sick? How many, how many people do you get sick? And for this particular version of COVID, it's seven to 10. And some people say up to 12, which is ridiculous. Original COVID was like two to four. And like the most communicable thing that you could think of smallpox was like 12 to 18. So we're almost at the bottom end of smallpox with communicable as, as transmissible as it's going to be, which is very, very interesting. It's more of a, again, more of a diary, but for anybody that's curious about what happens when you get COVID and specifically what happens when you get COVID while traveling, well, it's manageable. It kind of sucks. The isolation really sucks. For those of you that really like to be alone or super introverts, 
might be okay for you, especially the place that I booked. Views were incredible. It could have been thought of as a vacation. Some people, for me, it was, Jesus, I just couldn't get over it fast enough so I can go start talking to people again. But here we are. It's over. I've got immunity for apparently 180 days. So feel good about that because COVID is pretty much endemic at this point and is never going. There's a lot of letters in the Greek alphabet. So that's it. If you have any questions about how to deal with COVID while traveling, how to deal with COVID at all, or my experience, shoot us a note. Hello at beachcommute.com. Anyways, thanks for joining me, everybody, and listening to my story. Bye. All right. I really hope that you enjoyed this podcast episode with Jeff about the real, raw, honest truth about COVID while traveling as a digital nomad and some of the ups and downs that we experience, not just the beautiful pictures by our laptops at the beach as a digital nomad. While those do exist too, this podcast is really here to share all of the honest truths of the good, the bad, and the ugly, and the hard of life as a digital nomad, because while it is amazing, it comes with a lot of hardships, and we're, we're here to share that with you as well. If you are interested in living as a digital nomad and having the freedom to live anywhere in the world that you want, any country, any place, any given time, while you're still making a an income. The fastest, quickest, easiest way to do that is by getting a remote job that you can do from anywhere, from your laptop and your phone. So if you're interested in getting a remote job, but maybe you're not quite sure which one is right for you just yet, you might love one of our resources at beachcommute.com slash 91. That's the number 91. And we'll give you a list of 91 remote job titles that people are actually doing in our community. So check it out, beachcommute.com slash 91. And we will see you next week for our next episode. Have a great day. Thank you.